0: Welcome to the Cove's Audio Articles, where you can listen to some of the Cove's best articles rather than reading them. This article is entitled, Reflections on Battalion Command, by Lieutenant Colonel Nathan Pierpoint. Background Having recently completed two years in command, like most in his position, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint needed to take some time to decompress. While this incorporated some rest and indulging in the usual Christmas cheer, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint also spent the two months immediately after handing over command, deliberately reflecting on his experiences. This involved some time each week thinking, scribbling notes and debating with himself in an effort to best define his most valuable lessons, in effect conducting his own personal after-action review. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint commanded a combat support unit spread across 10 different locations across Australia, one of just a few that are integrated with a reserve subunit that has multiple operational and exercise commitments at any one time and that managed to fit the transition of the unit into a new brigade during his tenure. As such, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint felt he owed the organisation an opportunity to learn from his unique experience. This article offers a few ideas to those about to undertake command, how to manage change and how to keep your team as agile and flexible as possible in our rapidly evolving army. Recurring themes Like many others about to undertake battalion command, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint spent time prior researching and reading about the experiences of others. He took a lot away from a number of articles provided by websites and podcasts, from the military leader through to Harvard Business Review, discussions with his peers about their experiences, and a diverse array of books on leadership, history, failure and overcoming adversity. As an amateur anthropologist, He came to believe that the success or failure of a team rested on a few key recurring themes. Trust, communication, teamwork. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint started to use these three themes to define his command philosophy and how he approached command and management of the unit on a daily basis. Importantly, what he learned through sticking to these relatively simple themes was that it allowed him to be consistent in his messaging. This ensured that his messages were easily understood, relatable and easily adaptable to suit many situations. Most of all, it went a long way to help unify a diverse unit. Unifying a unit divided by a distance, priority of effort and service obligations was something Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint was keen to achieve during his tenure. As he had previously been a part of this unit for some years, he was also conscious of the rivalry based on historical unit structures, their relationships to the combat brigades and subsequent attitudes to particular trades. Like his predecessor before him, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint sought to focus his attention on a one-team mentality firmly grounded on building teamwork and collaboration internally to the unit as much as externally to the units they supported. In this regard, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint sought to improve the level of communication between our teams, so he emphasised one key question. If we were all in one location, how would you do business differently? To help stimulate communication, they started a series of chat groups on iMessage which discussed anything from weather in the northern states, how they fared at physical training that morning, cross-levelling funds, and even what new beer was particularly interesting. Importantly, these were conversations that they might otherwise have had around the office, should they have all been in the one location. Very quickly, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint saw that his subordinates were becoming a lot more confident in their communication with him, teams began collaborating a lot more frequently, and an open, healthy dialogue occurred during points of difference where previously it would have likely developed into a shouting match. This frequent and persistent communication allowed them to become more confident in discussing challenges, less defensive to positive criticism, and made them open to new ideas. Most of all, it provided them with the ability to communicate context, which inevitably made decision-making a whole lot easier. An important lesson early on is that our younger generation of soldiers crave information and as a consequence relish the ability to communicate with social media playing an obvious part in this change. So the more Lieutenant-Colonel Pierpoint gave them access to this information and explained what the information meant gave it context, the better appreciation they had of a given situation, therefore providing a better sense of their responsibilities and thereby delivering a better output in the long run. Collective ownership. What Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint also tried to do was provide everyone with a sense of ownership over the direction of the unit. This included a wide variety of things, such as managing standard operating procedures, developing concepts, modernization efforts, and building communication and engagement strategies. He did this because he was very conscious that he only had two years to guide the ship. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint had some preconceptions about what he wanted the unit to achieve, but reflecting on his time as a company commander, he was often left frustrated when he was not included in the conversation on modernisation efforts himself, knowing that it would influence him directly should he return as commanding officer. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint was also very conscious of the fact that he did not have, nor did he need to have, all the ideas or be the smartest person in the room. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint sought to give his junior officers and non-commissioned officers ownership of the future direction of the unit and harness the shared intellectual capacity of the unit. They started a simple spreadsheet to manage and record everyone's extracurricular qualifications, civilian trades, university degrees and the like. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint was surprised to see how many of our people had sometimes exceptional qualifications in very specific and niche trades, civilian experience and degrees. He wanted to harness these individual qualities to improve the collective capacity of their own unit. They asked these members to provide short articles, presentations and professional military education exercises in an effort to grow the intellectual capacity of the unit in the hope that it would drive innovation. This helped to generate new concepts, improve standard operating procedures and keep pace with best practice in our civilian counterparts. In Lieutenant-Colonel Pierpoint's efforts to mentor the Majors, he set them the task of defining what they wanted the unit to look like should they come back as the commanding officer. Most importantly, he wanted to ensure that there was both cohesion and alignment in their thinking, so that their modernization efforts outlasted their respective tenures and were unified in vision and purpose. Learning from Failure An important aspect of this ownership was ensuring they had a robust framework around sharing lessons learned. While most understand how to run and collate an after-action review, being open to criticism and being open to failure is not something that comes naturally to those in command. Prior to assuming command, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint read a great book about the logic of failure and how it is an essential aspect to learning. Hence he felt it necessary to establish a forum where people felt comfortable in providing and accepting criticism. This eventually paved the way to commanders being more willing to take chances and be more manoeuvres in their desire to solve problems during training and assessments. Whilst there were some great successes, there were also a number of failures. For Lieutenant-Colonel Pierpoint, he did not mind the failures in training so long as they learned the right lessons from their mistakes. The biggest challenge was knowing something was likely to go wrong in a training exercise and allowing the commander the freedom to experience that failure. Hence, setting the conditions where junior commanders could fail safely during training became of paramount importance. Through failures came active conversations and solutions during after-action reviews and a willingness to take responsibility for adjusting standard operating procedures, tactics, techniques and procedures, or aspects of doctrine or capability. One of the other great articles Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint learnt a lot from was one about leadership speed. This article discusses the challenge of understanding your work pace compared to your subordinates and how to find a balance between the two. In this regard, Lieutenant-Colonel Pierpoint sought to ensure he maintained an awareness of his own aspirations, how fast or slow others could achieve required outputs, but also how to mentor his subordinates in how to shift gears when required. He applied a simple methodology based on this article to ensure his subordinates had the right intellectual tools to perform their required duties at the appropriate pace. Importantly, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint learnt that he had to let go to an extent. Letting go meant ensuring he wasn't micromanaging how the team resolved a situation or keeping them to a stringent process to ensure they came to the solution he wanted. Rather, it was providing them with the right guidance and mentoring so that they were able to come to an effective solution themselves. While Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint certainly had preconceptions of the outcomes he may have wanted, and often did his own individual planning, he felt that his subordinates deserved the opportunity to plan, bring their own skills to the table, and come to their own conclusions as part of their own professional development. This helped to reinforce a sense of ownership and trust within the unit, knowing that Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint was confident in their ability to come to effective solutions without undue influence from the commanding officer. Command Climate Probably the most important thing Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint wanted to do was set the right command climate for him. How to achieve his command philosophy came from the climate he set and the presence he had as a commanding officer. If he wanted to build trust, communication and teamwork, he needed to set the conditions and set the right example for this to be realised. Again, Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint had read a lot about great leaders and the virtues they held in high regard. But one struck out as most important, humility. If Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint wanted to be an approachable, open and inclusive leader, he needed to make sure he stayed grounded, respectful and genuine. He learned a lot from fellow commanding officers and how they approached command and how they dealt with their own challenges. He had great respect for the way they treated their soldiers and officers and the strong teams they were able to build as a result. What that all filtered down to was simply trying, each day, to be a good bloke. Soldiers are quick to see through the thin veneer of stoicism and self-importance, so you need to just be yourself, be honest about who you are, and be honest about your own faults. Through honesty comes respect, and through respect comes trust. If you have an organisation that trusts you, the world is your oyster. Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint hopes the points he has raised go some way to help future commanders. He is grateful to have had such a positive experience and a great team behind him, which certainly helped them to achieve some great things. Remember, just like the enemy has a vote in battle, so too do your soldiers and officers in the leadership and development of the unit. The three simple themes of trust, communication and teamwork worked for Lieutenant Colonel Pierpoint, but they may not work for all. So do your own research Understand the environment you are working in, be good to your soldiers, accept that you will make mistakes, and just have a crack. Thanks for listening to this audio article by The Cove, and remember, a smarter you is a smarter army.